0: No. Big city hospitals are meeting their target for treating emergency department patients within six hours. A report out yesterday into Middlemore Hospital described the ED as dysfunctional, overcrowded and unsafe. It was looking into the circumstances of a woman who left the overcrowded ED without being seen and later died of a brain haemorrhage. Last night, the chair of the College of Emergency Medicine, Kate Allen, told us the issues at Middlemore are being seen at other hospitals too. Health Minister Andrew Little told me there's a lot of stress on the system.
1: We have a lot of emergency departments. There's um, variability um, about their performance against that standard. Um, and I think what it is true to say is that the performance against that standard has deteriorated for some time, um, and that reflects just the pressure of the system at the moment and the number of vacancies. Um, but, look, it is, it is quite a wide variety of um, of numbers, depending on which ED you're talking about.
0: Well, where are you seeing the biggest pressures there? There's Middlemore, obviously. Uh, what other hospitals are also uh, at the lower end of seeing that many patients in the, in the correct amount of time?
1: Um, well, I mean, a lot of a lot of EDs, just trying to pull the figures up, um, so I've got them in front of me. Um, so if I look at uh, just going through the figures in front of me, um, Dunedin is um, 58 or just over 58%. I think um, probably Waikato is one uh, that is the lowest against the standard, at, um, just um, just under 47%. Um, and you've got uh, Palmerston North is um, just over 47%. Um, then you've got others. You've got the small hospitals. You've got um, Rotorua at, uh, over 90%. You've got, um, I think, Tairātā and Gisborne is, you know, does reasonably well. Um, Timaru does reasonably well. Um, in terms of bigger hospitals, um, Waitakere is at 77.5%. Um, so, yeah, just a, just a final A is at 75%. Just a variety across there, but it's not at the um, 95%. Well,
0: forty seven and forty eight percent for Waikato and Palmerston North hospitals. You have to be worried if you were living there, wouldn't you?
1: No, I wouldn't be worried about going to ED. You will get you will get seen and treated in ED, but the wait time will be longer. That's I think the the trade off there, and as those. Um, hospitals are dealing with the level of demand they've got, and then managing uh, vacancies. And look, these are these are up and down. These were these were coming out of the back of, as I say, a pretty tough winter for the health system generally, and for most hospitals. Um, and so, I would expect to see some improvement in those um, in those numbers. But really, the I mean, the the, the challenge is. is not just about EDs, it is about primary and community care and it is about age residential care. So addressing the workforce challenges in each of those areas is just as important if we're going to reduce the wait times in emergency departments.
0: Yeah, I'll ask you about that. I'm wondering, are there any of the big city hospitals that are meeting that target of seeing 95% of their patients in ED within six hours?
1: None of the big city hospitals uh, know.
0: And is that something, I mean, how do you feel about that?
1: Well, that, that measure is there for a good reason because it is an indication of, um, it's not just an indication of what's happening in EDs and the pressures on ED, it's often a measure about what's happening in the rest sort of. The hospital. One of the reasons why people get um, held up in ED is because there aren't enough beds in the rest of the hospital, problem of bed block, sometimes that's because um, there are issues about discharging people who don't need to be in hospital but there's nowhere else for them to go and that's the, that's the issue about aged residential care often. Um, in some respects, um, it's also about who who's around to make discharge decisions and the protocols that some hospitals have to make discharge decisions. In terms of primary care, one of the reasons why a lot more people turn up to ED is because they can't get access to a GP or a community clinic or at least to get access at the time they want, often after hours, and so they turn up to ED. So that's why... As I said before, you know, what we do in primary care and aged residential care is as much about um, you know, having an impact on what is happening in ED.
0: And you, you know, you've mentioned about how this is there's a need for huge, big system changes to improve this. But what if you're a patient that's turning up to an ED tomorrow? Is there anything that can be done in the short term to ensure that you'll be safe?
1: You, you will be safe, and. Uh, You know, the advice I guess I would have is that if you are are in an ED and you you are feeling unwell and and uncomfortable about going home, do not go home. Stay there and uh, you might be waiting a little longer, but you will be in the right place. If you do suddenly deteriorate, you are in the best place you can be and um and the staff will see that but in, in terms of addressing the challenges we've got particularly the workforce challenges i've just been meeting with the nursing council um uh, looking at what they're doing and the contribution they're making um uh they are meeting with Whatu Ora health new zealand and the immigration department about all the issues that they can that can you know, be addressed to improve um uh, getting registrations more quickly and, and what have you. And then there's the recruitment effort that Te is is putting in. So that's, I mean, I am, you know, weekly looking at what is happening and what is being done to fill the vacancies in the system that we've got. When we talk about vacancies, you know, these are funded positions. So it's not as if the funding isn't there for them. It's to getting the warm bodies uh into those positions. And that's where the effort has to go.